Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroig, joined by Chris Owen. We're talking game week 26 in the Premier League. Coming off another positive week, Chris has been, I think he told me, 7-1 and one the last two weeks. I'm on a little bit of a cold spell, but our, our team parlay hit last week, so up 300 bucks on that. Chris, you got the, the pitter-patter of the rain in the background, rainy Seattle days for you, uh, but the Sounders got that big opening win. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, great, great to uh, get a little success a couple past couple of weeks. But most important of all, we got a little bit of team success on the team parlay last week. Our uh, League Cup parlay hit, and um, yeah, that was really exciting. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, unfortunately, do- there's a downspout pretty close to where I'm recording. So, uh, early apologies if there is any. Uh, you hear <laughs> the rain coming down the downspout outside my house, but uh, you know, just any port in a storm, I guess. And then finally. Uh, we, yeah, we had a MLS kicked off last weekend. We had uh, the, the team that I guess you could say I support, Seattle Sounders, which is where I live. Uh, they got got it started with a 4-0 victory. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, – I'm hitting up the game this weekend. They play RSL. So I will, I will be in attendance and, uh, yeah, might have a – hopefully, I mean, got to bring the raincoat, obviously. But uh, hopefully we get another win. Got to bring the raincoat. Yeah, so our record here. Chris is now up to 34 and 28, up 657. This is all on $100 bets. That's all we do on Kits and Wagers, $100 bets on all of our bets. I'm 43 and 23, up up 2,297. And the team parlay is up 665. The entire show is up $3,619. That is what you call success. Um, So... (laughs) Can we keep it up? Yeah. Can we keep it up? We'll see. We'll see. Last week, you know, I was back from Florida. I rushed my picks. I did a classic Chris Owen. I rushed my picks Thursday morning. Um, so I apologize to the people for some of those plays. Couple, couple bad ones, but hey, you you rushing your picks is comes at about <laughs> nine a.m. versus where I, if I'm rushing my picks, it comes at about six a.m. Six a.m. <laughs> a little different. Yeah, uh, I did want to bring up. So I was I was sitting down to write my my article this week, and then I looked at all my plays for this show. Am I taking the easy way out and just doing corner bets only, and not even looking at money lines, not looking at over unders, no double chances, not even both teams to score anymore? It's just all corner bets. Is this just the easy way out here? No, I think you know any good better finds his vein of success and follows that. So I don't. I mean, why? You don't. When you look at the bottom line, which is your bank account betting, <laughs> it's like you don't get. It doesn't look any better whether it's, you know, you took a money line bet or a corners and wagers bet. It just says yeah. up whatever amount of money, you know. So it would be silly to be like, oh, you know, there's no, there's moral, there's no moral victories in betting, in my opinion. You just got to go with what's working and, and uh, what makes the returns. 
All right, I'll take your word for it. I just know some people may feel differently. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this is corners and wagers today. I got four corner bets, but Chris is <laughs> Chris does not have any corner bets. I have um, yet to make a corner bet. I feel like <laughs> I think well, you did. It was Southampton, and it it didn't hit. Yeah, that's, that I, yeah. I tried it once and got the heck out of there. I'll leave it to the expert. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the first match we're talking about. It's pretty, it's the first match of the weekend, Saturday, early Saturday. Chris will not be getting up for this one, 7.30 a.m. Eastern. Maybe I'll still be up the night before. If it's a busy (laughs) night, busy Friday night, uh, maybe Chris will be able to watch this one. We got Manchester City minus 230 to win. These odds have not really changed at all. Uh, Newcastle are plus 600 to win, and then the draw is plus 400. Over two and a half goals is minus 155. If you think there's going to be more than that, over three and a half goals is plus 165. And then under two and a half goals is plus 125. These teams played early in the season. I'm pretty positive I got that bet wrong because it finished 3-3. I want to say you – I didn't look back at it, this. I got it right. I took uh, Newcastle. It was um, plus one. Was it one double chance or plus one? Plus one I and think a half? it was like plus one and a half. This was before like Newcastle, top six yeah. Newcastle. This was first month of the season. So yeah, this is I a guess that time makes time. sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I do remember we bet this one as well. Funny enough, you uh, looks like you're going to take the opposite route here, but um, there shouldn't be too many questions. Uh, these teams, Manchester City, I believe they played on Tuesday. I don't even think Newcastle played middle of the week. They had the they had the cup final on Sunday, which is what we hit on our team parlay. But otherwise, I mean, injuries were looking pretty good for both of these teams. No real changes. Um, so uh, let me just click into Bruno here. I know he yeah he he was in a bit of pain, according to Eddie Howe. We don't think it's serious at the moment. Maybe it's full ninety though. I thought. Uh, yeah, I assume he's going to be fine, but Bruno Guimaraes apparently, you know, tweaked his ankle in the cup final. Uh, tweaked ankles, Bruno kind of plays through those things. Uh, so we'll see on that. If he's not in the squad, um, maybe maybe our bets – well, maybe not your bet will look different, but may, uh, maybe my bet will look different. But uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Manchester City at home, maybe revenge from that prior game? Yeah, really interesting matchup here too because you know Man City they're what one four straight in the in the league I think right now and they they look pretty convincing um, over Bournemouth last weekend and so yeah I, I, City's playing really well right now I, I think and Newcastle is coming through the gauntlet of like three tough tough matches uh, they lost that that one two nil to Liverpool when Nick Pope got sent off and then just to follow that up and go to the League Cup final where I thought they looked pretty good but uh, you know, Man- Manchester United was just a bit more clinical. They, they got the goal from Casemiro off the free kick, and then was it was Rashford a little bit later? Um, yeah, it was Rashford own goal, and then Rashford. Uh, yeah, the Opt- Opta stat provider changed oh, it like, like overnight. Guy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, t- so Liverpool, Man United, and now Manchester City at Manchester City. So pretty pretty tough string of games there. I'm. I was looking back at this because I'm kind of all over Man City on this one. I think what we've seen recently is them like kind of hitting their stride, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Newcastle side who's coming off two losses um, and going into Etihad to to maybe 
not play as well. So I I looked at a variety of of uh, bets here. First, I started at the over because in previous matches this this has been like a ridiculous amount of goals in this matchup. I think it was three three earlier this year, and then even prior to that, it was five nil Man City um, back in last May. 4-0 Man City, and then the one before that was 4-3 uh, Man City. Um, so just like a ton of goals between these two sides, well, between Manchester City, basically. But um, so I looked at that right away, and you don't really get good, good odds until you hit 3.5. So the over 3.5 is plus 165 when I looked at it last night. And then I looked at the next one. I was like, oh, could I get Man City, you know, over two goals, uh, over 2.5? And that was you don't get you don't get into the plus odds until I guess you get plus odds at over two and a half goals, which is plus one fifty five. Kind of decent, but that you're asking them to score three goals, which I feel like is a lot for a Newcastle side that's given not given up a whole lot of goals. So then finally, I ended up on uh, Manchester Manchester City um, uh, to win spread at a minus one and a half. So we're gonna need them to win by two goals, but you get plus plus one fifteen when I looked last night. I just think they'll be able to, to dominate, and Newcastle is coming off a tough couple couple of games. Um, I do think – I mean, they'll get Pope back in that, which is huge for them. But I, I just think that uh, Manchester City should be at a good spot here. They're playing at home. They're finding back in that pretty consistently. And I, that's, that's the way I see it. I am a little concerned. Newcastle has two losses in the Premier League all all this season, and they both came to Liverpool. Their la- prior to their their loss to Liverpool uh, was that a week or two ago. Their last loss came August thirty first. So a bit of concern, but I, I, overall, I just think Manchester City is a much is a better side, and they should be able to dominate this matchup. Yeah, Chris coming off is he took Manchester United over one and a half goal in that cup final. Um, this is kind of you know in that same vein. If Man City, you know, they win two nil, kind of a thing. Uh, this bet hits. Um, yeah, the thing with Newcastle, I think, also helps you is that their attack is just kind of struggling a bit since the World Cup break. It just really hasn't been there. They've kind of been playing a lot of 1-1 results, a lot of scoreless draws. They just haven't figured it out, even though um, I got my ESOC kid on here from Real Sociedad. But um, we'll see if Callum Wilson maybe comes back in the starting 11. They've kind of had an issue there. But I was just looking at the recent – away matches and this includes FA Cup League Cup they've scored three goals in their last six away matches one of those was a 2-1 loss against Sheffield Wednesday so clearly they're having a scoring issue this one's away from home against Manchester City so you throw that matchup in I'm not sure about the the 3-3 result I don't think Newcastle are going to take that are going to take the same approach they had in that in that uh match first month of the season when they, they kind of went for it and, and got a point out of it in the three third result. I just don't think they can, you know, open up their back that much in this spot, but either way, I think, uh, so I think I said on our last show that Newcastle have maybe more corners or the second most corners in the league. So maybe more corners than Manchester city. And I took them over four and a half corners I believe in the cup final and then those odds move so much that it was like over five and a half is what the odds move to. But I'm taking over three and a half corners in this match. You just have a team that is getting a ton of corners against no matter who they're playing. I don't care that they're struggling to score. Um, I, 
I just think that they will have enough, even though this is a tough spot, they'll have enough to get to at least four corners. I don't think it's asking that much for them to get four corners. I believe midweek, uh, I looked this up, Bristol City had four corners against Manchester City. I mean, if Bristol City's getting corners, I know that's what it was home. Bristol City were home, but it just, I mean, this is a corners, corners pick here. This is a low number, pretty, I mean, I don't want to dive too deep in here, even though I already did. But over three and a half corners for uh, Newcastle there. Chris has Manchester City minus one and a half. You like that corner pick, Chris? Yeah, I do. I mean, we mentioned it last week before League Cup Final. I will mention it again. But yeah, Manchester, Manchester City currently leading the league in corners. Uh, but they've played two more matches than Newcastle. They have 165 corners on the season while Newcastle has 159 with two match, two less matches played. So you got to believe that Newcastle is able to get to four corners here. Uh, I mean, when we, I, don't, I didn't look at the, I don't know if we looked at the last match, but it was three, three and it was only banger goals too. So like, I feel like it's, it, I mean, if it's anything like that, it might be back and forth. We might get some opportunities on both sides, both set pieces there. So yeah, I, I like this bet just because overall we know that Newcastle gets a ton of corners. Yeah, both teams had five corners in that first meeting. I mean, the odds are like this because Manchester City allowed the fewest amount of corners in the league because they always dominate possession, and clearly that's a worry. But, I mean, we just saw in that in that Manchester United game, not that I'm comparing Manchester City with Manchester United, but this Newcastle team still has still has the players. As long as Bruno starts for them, I think you know they're still going to have the opportunities even though they're not scoring, they're getting into positions uh, in attacking positions, which lead to corners in every match. And this is just a low number, which is based off Manchester city, uh, even at home where they're allowing like two corners per match. But you know, the majority of those matches aren't against a team like Newcastle. So a lot of those matches, it's like, okay, home against Bournemouth, home against Nottingham forest, um, I mean, you can't really compare in that situation, but um, might as well just uh, might as well just parlay this one and, and call it a day. We got about what plus three hundred odds here as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I wish the only wish I have is that this game was not at four thirty a.m. <laughs> I'll have to watch the replay later. Yeah, I'll be in. I'll be in Jersey going to a Man City bar to check this one out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> The next one we got, so we're talking about a couple of the bigger teams, but we also have to touch on a couple teams that uh, are hard to project on a week-to-week basis, two teams that uh, we haven't really talked about much this season. I believe we bet on each of these teams three times uh, throughout the year here. So Aston Villa are home, plus 105 to win. Crystal Palace are plus 285 to win. The draw is plus 240. Over two and a half goals is plus 130. Under two and a half goals, minus 160. This match is, who knows? I guess the big thing is, will Wilfred Zaha return to the starting 11? He returned, I think, light training last week. Again, this is early Thursday. We don't have any of these press conferences yet this morning. So uh, maybe Zaha's back. Maybe he's not. Funny thing with Aston Villa, I was looking at them. I think they won 2-0 at Everton last week. Under Unai Emery, for some reason, they've been a better team away from home than at home. Um, does that? Do you think anything goes into that, or it's just been opponents 
random chance or just, just Aston Villa hard to project. Uh, any, que- any question regarding this matchup is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's t- this one's just so tough to predict. I think uh, we got two mid table sides. Uh, Villa's eleventh and Palace is twelfth, if I remember correctly. Uh, Villas, Villa Villa <laughs> Villas Crystal Palace is uh, winless in their last eight matches in the Premier League. So they have they've been just like grinding out results or like you know draws, I guess if we want to call that a result. Um, but they can't seem to win. Uh, so they're they're heading away from home uh, to to Aston Villa. Aston Villa has been a slightly bit better uh, under Unai Emery, but uh, yeah, this one is uh, you know when we looked at the matches to open the week, we were like, all right, well we got to probably pick a team that we haven't talked about in a while. I think I'm 0 and 3 against Crystal Palace overall. We're betting on them this this season, so confidence is low. But uh, I'm gonna go with a there's in a situation like this, you got to go, you got to kind of like. Re, you know, recreate the drawing board. So I, <laughs> I didn't know necessarily know what to do. Aston Villa with plus odds playing at home to win. while Palace has a one in eight games. I thought about that. I thought that would be kind of a bit of a silly pick, just given Palace's ability to just like grind out draws. I think they have the, if it not the most, the second most draws. In the yeah, sorry, they're they're uh, second or third behind Brentford and Newcastle, who are tied at eleven draws this season, and uh, Palace have nine. So. All right, there's that. There's the drop plus 245. That's crazy odds um, if you really want to do something interesting. But ultimately, I'm going to go back to a bet that I, I kind of started on a couple weeks ago. But I, I like the goal band draws for total goals. And for me here, I decided that, I you know, I, I could really see this being a 2-0 or a 1-1 game. Um, even 0-0 is not out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, so I went 1-2 goal. Uh, t- total goals for that that band and it's minus 110 as of last night uh, I think that this game you know it's probably going to be there's no part of me that thinks it's going to be like 2-2 or 3-3 or anything like that so I went with the total goal bands you know looking at some of their recent games it's they're kind of all over the place so this one's tough to bet uh, if you wanted to maybe if you didn't think that they'll stay under two, under two goals and maybe they'll go it might be a 2-1 match you could go 2-3 to three goal the total goal bands at plus 100 so you get even odds there um but yeah that's where i'm at and then if you really want to get crazy with it go exact goals at two goals um that's plus 205 so i'm on the i'm on like the one one you know two nil train here so yeah one one is a plus 425 yeah so i it's, <laughs> i had a tough time and the, the over-unders didn't offer any anything of value i didn't think um, so that's why I went with this, this particular bet. It's just like, uh, where else do we go? Um, I think the, 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 the fun bet would be to just bet the draw at plus 245. I think if, if Crystal Palace play, keep playing the same way they do, I mean, this one to two goal scored is, is the way to go. They're, maybe, you know, a world in which Zaha is back and they don't play this brand of, brand of uh, football that's you know play not to lose kind of a thing which is kind of what they've been doing they I don't know what's going on with them you know this is the second season under Vieira it feels like they're worse than they were last season and they're just not I know last season it was every other match they you know they 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 went out and got some surprising wins but it just really hasn't happened this season yeah. But then I was starting to look at their recent uh, matchups, and I'll, I'll read through their recent yeah. opponents here. 
So they played at Chelsea. They played Manchester United. They played Newcastle. They played at Manchester United. They had they had those back to back Manchester not back to back, but they had those quick Manchester United games in there. Uh, they played Brighton. They were at Brentford, and then they most recently played Liverpool. So they got all. They're basically their past. I think it was six matches against teams in the top ten, teams in the top five. Uh, so you have that in there. Then you have the Aston Villa, their home results. They gave up four goals against Arsenal. I know they let go of that one late, and maybe it's probably not as bad as that 4-2 result looks. But before that, they lost 4-2 against Leicester City. They have the the 2-1 loss against Stevenage in the FA Cup. I know that was a B squad, but they still let that match get away from them. Um, Needless to say, I'm going with the corner bet because who knows what we're going to get from either of these teams. if it's if Crystal Palace keep playing like they do, I think this is a one-one result. If they if they want to come out and score and try and win this match, I think there could be goals in this one because Aston Villa has shown that they can score under Emery, but they can also allow goals. So if I mean if you want to go for like a over three and a half or over four and a half, something crazy to happen, go for it. But I'm going Crystal Palace, race to three corners. That's plus 115. Um, I just think the way that the Aston Villa play uh, isn't isn't really conducive to corners. They don't consistently get a lot of corners. And Crystal Palace, no matter how they play, I believe, so at Liverpool, I'm trying to remember the bet I took. I think I took Crystal Palace race to five corners or something. I believe that hit. Um, Crystal Palace had a late Michael Elise corner. It hit in like stoppage time or something. Um, but as long as Crystal Palace play, you know, the play not to lose and play safe defensively, they won't allow corners. And then I think I will go on with the race to three corners and not five or seven or something because maybe neither one of these teams gets to five corners. But yeah. um, <laughs> so uh, neither one of us are taken aside because – we don't know what's going to happen between these teams, basically. I'm taking both sides on that draw. You're taking both sides on the draw? I, no, yeah, like that's what I was saying. It's tough to pick. Uh, oh, okay. Or Crystal Palace money line. So it's like, let's take this draw. Crystal Palace, five, five of their past six games have ended in a draw. Would you rather do draw at plus 235 or like the score this draw or 1-1 one, one result? Uh, I'd rather go the draw. Crystal Palace yeah. double chance plus one seventy. I'm sorry, draw no bet plus one seventy. Double chance yeah. is minus one thirty five. Yeah, I I looked at yeah I looked at the double chance, but not you know it was above that minus one thirty when I looked yeah. last night. Um, but yeah, this one's ugly. And I'm not <laughs> and I'm not good at betting Crystal Palace, so I would take that for what it's worth. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We got a bigger game. I don't want to say bigger game, but bigger teams are playing Sunday. We got, I think it's two matches on Sunday. This one, Liverpool home against Manchester United. Liverpool fresh off a 2-0 win against Wolverhampton on Wednesday. Manchester United fresh off their, their cup title there. But they also, they came back. That's right. They came back against West Ham uh, on Wednesday. They won 3-1. But we got Liverpool home plus 140 to win. Manchester United plus 180 to win. The draw is plus 265. And then the over two and a half goals is minus 165. 
Over three and a half goals is plus 155. Under two and a half goals is plus 125. Chris, I believe you're six and three on Liverpool matches this season. One of the best teams, one of the best records you've had on any of the teams. And unsurprisingly, you know, you know this team more than more than anyone else. So are Liverpool back to being Liverpool? That's that's what my question is for you. First of all, I know this team better than I know myself. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think they're back to being Liverpool. There's just so many the midfield. There's just so many issues with the team, but yeah, I mean they're playing at home against Man United. They they've actually been they're what I think Liverpool's unbeaten in their past four matches. They've kept a clean sheet in four straight Premier League matches, which is not something that they had been doing. We got to uh, specify Premier League matches. That's correct. Yeah, I mean they, <laughs> they they shipped five goals at home against Real Madrid. You know, sandwich in the middle of that. So take that for what it is, but. Real Madrid a little bit different than playing at Crystal Palace, you know, or, or playing Wolverhampton on a Wednesday. So um, it's an interesting matchup, man. I'm so impressed by Man United this season. They they just like continue to. I I was talking to a friend the other day. I was like, man, I, I got to get my Man United uh, Premier League uh, winner bet in because I feel like they're just like so primed, like to make a good run here. And you know, again, they yesterday they they win in the FA Cup. They they they're coming off a uh, you know bringing home some Eric Ten Hag's first silverware as the club manager on against Newcastle. So it's like, they're in just a really good spot. And I feel, I feel like uh, I'm a little scared to, I, I don't feel great about, I wouldn't take the 145 at home. I feel like this has got United win or, or uh, draw written all over it. But I mean, Liverpool's looked a little bit better, but I think overall Man United just like looks so, so good. And um, like, they really have good direction. Uh, I'm what I, what I'm looking at here is, has nothing to do with the result, I guess, but uh, let's just, I'm just going to go through a, a list of goals here by Mohamed Salah against Manchester United uh, in the past few seasons. He scored a goal in August. Uh, prior to that, in April, he scored two goals and added an assist. That was April of 22. In October of 2021, he had three goals and assists. One goal in May of 21, uh, two goals in the FA Cup. Uh, that was back in January of 21. He didn't score in a 0-0 draw. And then he had a goal in uh, January of 2020, I think, is if that's correct. So he has been just a machine against uh, against Manchester United in terms of goals. You get some crazy good odds, I think, uh, for this bet. You get Mohamed Salah anytime goal as of last night was plus 180. Um, he's now, I read, this is interesting, but uh, last, he scored against uh, Wolves yesterday. And that was his 20th goal in all competitions for Liverpool. That's the, he's done that in six straight seasons for Liverpool. The man is just an absolute machine. Um, so I'm taking him any, I, you know, I, I think, uh, I think I took a Marcus Rashford anytime goal a couple weeks ago too, but um, I'm taking Salah here. Anytime goal of plus 180. I think, you know, whether Liverpool win or not, I think it's, that's going to be tough for them, but I do think that Mohamed Salah finds the back of the net. Are you worried at all about uh, all those former Manchester United teams were terrible and this one's actually kind of good? Uh, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> like, this seems way better, yes. But, I, I, I mean, Mohamed Salah is still Mohamed Salah. He scored, I mean, he scored against top six sides. He scored, you know, City, Tottenham, Man United. He's got a, a great goal-scoring record in those matches. So, it's not like he can't. You know, Chelsea, whatever. It's not like he can't find the back of the net against a top side. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, I mean, this team is certainly better than the than in those matchups that I listed, but that he scores goals against whoever he wants. So, 
I, th I think that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned, but I think it'll, it'll be fine. So in terms of the matchups here, so I just want to talk about the midfield. We've been talking about the midfield. We'll see. We'll see who starts. Harvey Elliott started midweek. Um, Henderson might be back. Bacetich, Fabinho both started uh, Wednesday as well. But I mean, we have that Real Madrid loss, and we have these other games. So they played Wolverhampton. They played Crystal Palace. They played Newcastle, who had ten men for about seventy minutes of that game. Uh, they played Everton, Wolves again, and then kind of down the line. And then you have that Real Madrid game in there, uptick in competition, and it kind of gets away from them. Their midfield, uh, you know, kind of just struggles against a more, more experienced, more advanced team a little bit there. So, do you think that comes into play at all in this matchup with with Casemiro, with, um, with I mean, with all the Manchester United guys, with with Vout Veghorst playing as a uh, a forward who basically is a defensive midfielder because. He can't score, and his purpose is to basically get back and defend. Um, do you think that uh, just like the uptick in competition is going to be uh, something that gives Liverpool – I mean, obviously it's going to give him fits and that kind of thing. It's obviously it's going to be a bit more difficult, but Liverpool have had a nice run at home. Do you think you know the, the level of competition – is more of a factor or do you think Liverpool at home uh, is, is going to be enough to overcome Manchester United, I guess? Well, yeah. I mean, level of competition is certainly a factor. <laughs> um, I think it, it's interesting. We have right now, I think on Rotowire, we have Joel Mati in the, uh, in the starting 11. Ibrahim uh, Kanate came back in uh, against Wolverhampton yesterday. So I would, I would really be surprised. I, I would like to see Kanate come back into the lineup. He's coming off an injury. Uh, so it would be interesting if he played back-to-back -back matches uh, after kind of a long. Yeah. His inclusion in the starting 11 is a big plus over, I mean, I love Joel Mossy, but like, you know, I think Kanata is just a, a bit, a much better player and he plays better with Van, uh, with Van Dyke in the center there. But yeah, they've been better at home. I think Man United, like I, like I led with, you know, they're just a really good team right now. Uh, I love them as a dark horse to win the league. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring home, you know, maybe, I, I mean, they just won the FA Cup again. So I, I think they're just in a really good vein of form right now. And it's going to be tough for, for Liverpool despite playing at home. And this matchup is always just like, you know, must watch viewing. It's always electric. Um, there's been some really good, really good games in the past. And, and both teams kind of share, shared the spoils, I guess, um, in recent years. So yeah, it's uh it's 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 not like every time the home team wins in this matchup either. Like Liverpool's gone into Old Trafford and won, um, and then United's gotten some some results at Anfield as well. So I just I I'm a little bit weary of taking like a Liverpool uh, money line bet. I don't I don't think that'll be the case. Yeah, I, I initially had uh, Marcus Rashford to score. Uh, I think that was about plus one thirty five, but I decided against it. I looked at Liverpool's home form, and I decided to make this just a full-on corners and wagers show. So yeah. I got a corners bet, and one of my favorite things to do, or what I've done a lot this season, is gone under on corners when it's two top teams playing against each other. Because usually when you have teams like this playing against each other, it's, it's usually not like back and forth, back and forth, tons of opportunities immediately kind of thing. So I'm going under four and a half corners in the first half. It's minus 105. I mean, we talked about Liverpool struggles a little bit. That's also led to they've had fewer corners than normal. 
over the past month or so. Um, so they're, I mean, their corner numbers just aren't the same as they've used to be. And then Manchester United aren't a team like Newcastle or Manchester City that racks up corners as it is. So I think this will be, I mean, I don't, I just don't think there's going to be a ton of opportunities. So under four and a half corners in the first half, and then we'll, we'll take Mo Salah. He'll get his goal at some point in the second half because we know he's going 90. So there you go. Yeah. Interesting. I, I love the corners, but yeah, under four, under five corners, like that seems like a pretty good bet. I don't, under four and a half here, but I guess four corners. It just, yeah, I would be surprised if there was that that many corners by Liverpool in this game. Even yeah, in think, the game, you know, like. Even against like Wolverhampton, where, I mean, Liverpool had the advantage most of that match. They finished with five corners in that game. So. Yeah. I mean, not this isn't, you know, one-to-one comparison, but that's kind of how their games have been going recently. They're not going they're not going full-on attack from the start and just racking up opportunities. And I don't think they can do that against Manchester United anyway. So that's kind of why I think uh, it's going to be a little bit limited in the first half. Yeah, no, I, I, I like this bet. The corners and wagers rules on. <laughs> it's not done yet. It's not done yet. We got our team parlay here. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And let's look at our record. So we are, so our, we're eight and 14, but we're up $665 on the team parlay. Chris is 13 and eight. I am 12 and 10. And let's see what we got. You got, you're going with goals. You got this uh, Southampton Leicester match. It's the late match on Saturday. Southampton actually, yeah, both these teams lost on uh both of these teams just lost as favorites. Um, I So I'd read the Southampton were home. They lost 2-1 against Grimsby. Leicester, they lost 2-1 against Blackburn. Uh, I read a tweet about this Le- Le- uh, Southampton performance that uh, it no one really cared. Uh, they lost to Grimsby, who are not a good team. They lost to Grimsby. I think it was two PKs maybe. But uh, they probably outplayed them, but, you know. Clearly they still lost. And the fact that people watching the match said that they, you know, they had no emotion. They didn't really care if they lost or not kind of a thing. Not a great sign. Um, they're already they're already in last place. Um, and then Leicester City, they should get James Madison back, which is a boost for what you're going to be talking about here. So take it away. Yeah. <laughs> tough. Yeah. Tough to hear, uh, see it, hear your, your players like didn't care about playing, but uh <laughs> Southampton, you know, I took them last week, I think. I think that's – is that the one I missed? I think that's the one but I missed last week. Um, I took Southampton double chance against Leeds. Leeds <laughs> comes out and they win 1-0. Oh, no. I'm, you know, I'm not taking I'm not taking Southampton anymore. But, uh, yeah, that's a really tough situation. Anyways, this this is, I feel like, one of the games I want to watch this, this weekend just because – You get to. 
Standalone game. Standalone yeah, game on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and it's like it's a fun game. Like Leicester City, you know, they might not be that great of a team. They they might ship a million goals, but at least it's entertaining every time I watch them. I love some of their uh, – James Madison, one of my favorite players to watch in the, in the league. Um, and Southampton right now are just, like, not good. Um, neither, not that Leicester are particularly good, too. They lost to the FA Cup, but – for my bet, I just kind of went through the over-unders on each match uh, this week and tried to find where there might be some value. Uh, I found that the uh, over two and a half goals on this match was plus 100. And it's like, you look at the table, you look at how many how many goals each team has conceded. We've got bottom, the, the team who's conceded the most goals is Bournemouth with 48 goals. Then we've got Leicester City at 42 goals. Um, so they're, they're tied with Nottingham Forest. And then there's Southampton, who's let up 41 goals. Between the two teams, they've let up over 80 goals in, what is that, about 50 matches. So they, there's been a million goals in, in each of these teams' matchups. I think, you know, Leicester City just are involved in high-scoring affairs. They themselves have scored uh, quite, a, quite a few goals, too. So, yeah, they have 36, whereas Southampton, maybe not the best uh, attacking side either. But I think between the two teams, like, they got – they got to find a way to get over two and a half goals here. Um, so that's where I'm going to go with the, the over two and a half at, at even odds. Yeah, I wrote, so I wrote my, my bets for my article will be out later today. This was one of the bets. This is the one of the bets I bolded out. The odds, the odds just seemed off. Um, we're getting plus yeah. 100 on this match. You look at the Leicester away matches. They've scored the third most goals in the league away from home, which is kind of crazy for a team sitting near the bottom of the table, but 12 away matches, 49 goals scored. Maybe you can look at that and be like, well, Southampton aren't good. Who's to say they can actually score? And that's that's true. Uh, very true. They just got one against Grimsby. But with James Madison back, I think it, it changes a little bit. Um, actually, not a little bit. It changes a lot. Yeah. Uh, they Home against, home against Arsenal last week, Madison was – Maybe I don't know if surprise absence, but he he missed the game, and that just kind of took away from what Lester could do. Uh, it was already a tough spot, but without Madison, the team they're just not the same team. And he's going to be back. Um, he had an illness, he had a knee issue, but he should be good to go as long as Madison's in the starting eleven. I like the over two and a half in this one, but for mine, I am looking at this Brighton match. Um, one of my might be one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Uh, should I say it's a five gold star pick? What are we going to call it? Five star pick, something like that. Um, yeah, I don't have any branding ready for this one. I didn't know we did that, but uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll put if you want to make if you want to make this bet, I think you have to bet of the week. I think you have to get it in now because this bet was minus one hundred five yesterday. I've seen throughout the weeks leading up to matches, corner bets like this this could be minus 145 closer to kickoff. But this is Brighton minus one corner in the first half against West Ham. And, I mean, I'm I'm always on Brighton corner bets. They just had their B squad against whoever they played midweek. I took them minus, I think it was minus 1.25 corners in the first half at Stoke City. Even with their B squad, they got three corners in the first half compared to one for Stoke. So that hit. Now Brighton are at home. They rested a few guys. Um, I mean, hopefully, like, Solomon March is fine. Hopefully, Estupinian is back. Either way, I think they still have 
West Ham have, I think, the third least amount of possession in the league. And then you compare that with how Brighton play, how they like to dominate matches, control matches. I think Brighton are going to have 70% possession in the first half. They're going to create opportunities. I think Brighton could get five corners themselves in the first half. Maybe West Ham will get one or two kind of a thing. But I just think this is this is a slam dunk bet. This is the gold star bet of the week. Um, I, if this doesn't hit, well, sorry, I guess. But uh, Brighton went my... Brighton minus one corner in the first half against West Ham is minus 115. Southampton, Leicester, over two and a half goals is plus 100. That equals plus 273 odds. Are we going to hit this week, Chris? I would love to. That would make it, you know, second week in a row. And I think we hit that. I think we missed the week before and then hit, had hit two before that or something like that. So the parlay is kind of heating up. I would love, I mean, these bets as standalones. I like them both as standalones. Um, but yeah, for the parlay, I think they're interesting too. So yeah, I love I love the confidence in a gold star bet, um, the kitchen waiter stamp of approval from Adam. So yeah, you you know this guy's what you're like forty three and twenty three or something like that. So when someone uh, with that success has has that level of confidence, I think you got to roll with it. And then West Ham will get like five corners. Jared Bowen <laughs> will just be running up and down the sideline. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll get a slack. I'll get a slack message from Adam. Like, it's like, all right, well, no more gold star bets for me, I guess. Yeah. It'll it'll be in a Jersey pub somewhere. (laughs) That's it for our show. Chris has a meeting he has to get to. Yes. He has a a seven 30 AM meeting to get to, but does anything else stand out before we go looking at the, the cheat sheet for the full weekend we have, we have a lot of big favorites, a lot of home favorites. Um, what didn't we talk about? I don't know if anything really stands out. We got a Monday night match for Brentford Fulham. Um, Chelsea home against Leeds. Oh, my God. I was just about to say, like, that is the one that I – there's five games uh, in that in that time slot. And, you know, I feel uh, – Crystal Palace Villa will be kind of on the back burner for me because I'm yeah. going to have to watch Chelsea Leeds because – I kind of enjoy watching Leeds and Chelsea. Uh, if they don't win, like if they don't get a, like three points here, you gotta believe. When is how much longer does Grand Potter get? What if they don't I score? Mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost, given how they played. I don't know. Yeah, so that that one's interesting. And then yeah, we got a. I love it when the when you know we get a nice time slate for that Man United Liverpool game. I'll be at the pub, so I'm I'm excited about that opportunity. Yeah, we got Sunday, Nottingham Forest home against Everton. A little bit of a different match than Liverpool, Manchester yeah. United, but uh, you know, fun Sunday nevertheless. And then Just I think that, Bre- that one. yeah, that Brentford Fulham one will be will be fun as well. I don't believe Ivan Tony is suspended, so he should be good in that one. But nice. You can find Chris at C H R O N eight on Twitter. You can find me at Roto Zadroik. You can also follow Rotowire Soccer at Rotowire Soccer. I've been doing a couple. A little quick betting videos before some midweek matches. Um, I got I got a single game parlay wrong in the Arsenal one, but I I did get a couple bets right for ever Arsenal and Liverpool games there. But uh, so yeah, follow that account. Maybe there'll be a random betting video that pops up Monday night, something like that. But Rotowire slash soccer trial if you want to get this cheat sheet and everything else that we offer at Rotowire. But Chris, thanks for joining me. Have fun at your meeting. Good luck on your bets. And 
Again, I say it every week, but let's go 8-0. Let's do it. Thanks, Adam. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.